You listen to the Multi Move Paragon, Mr. G Manasai, himself, Brian Cage. Keep listening to Matt and Brindle's Wrestling Podcast. It's on time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross us, you're stepping over the fine line. We can take this to the center of the ring And when the bell dings, it's time to go I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding No, slam you with the chair in the back of your head Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts You're going home with a face full of welts We came to win, well you better know It's Matt and Brendo's Wrestling Show Hello and welcome to another episode of MBWS I'm Brendan Creasy I'm Veronica Steele and man, it's been a crazy week all over the place. I mean, we got some shit going down in the wrestling world, Veronica. Yeah, I don't know do. if you're aware. Um, did you watch Clash of Champions? I did not. Did you see some highlights of Clash I of did. Champions? I did. Okay, um, that's good. We have some I new was, titles. Let me tell you about Clash of Champions. So I was at LA Podcast Festival, um, while it was going on. And I was in the, I was actually like in the, in the podcast lab and yeah. doing interviews. But meanwhile, um, and I, I made sure to tell peep, tell Phil and the other people that I was with, I'm like, I'm gonna have this wrestling pay-per-view on, <laughs> just so you guys know, but I'm gonna be, I, I mean, I did an interview, I did multiple interviews while Clash of Champions was on, awesome. without, so I watched it without the We're sound committed. on, except the very end, we had a lull while there were shows going on, yeah. and I did turn the sound on, and people were watching though, and they were into it, so it was there fun. You go. We had a bit of a fun time it. watching some wrestling at the Sofatel. Hey, um, it was me and one other lady getting our nails done during the debates, and we were watching it on Twitter. So <laughs> everyone can join in together for these things. Um, speaking of Clash of Chat, uh, I have to show off. I'm rocking John's shirt. <laughs> You're rocking the Roman shirt in honor of our the, new United that States is right. champion. As soon as I saw that he won, I told John, "Pull out your shirt. <laughs> you can wear it now." He's he. I mean, I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But hey, at least now Roman is in U.S. title land, and he could just kind of stay there. Yeah. And like, it's just okay, Roman. You go do your thing with the U.S. belt. I'm hope. I'm like somebody who's talking about. Do you think now, like? Do you think this this is the this is this this like his showing? The, do you think Rusev showing is maybe they're positioning Rusev for a main event spot? They have too many heels though, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. that's what um, I was thinking. I don't know. Um, I I need like maybe two more episodes before I can predict. When does Total Divas start? Like next, I know Total uh, Bellas October, starts out next week. October fifth is so what Total I have Bellas for Total and Total Divas are starting week. at the. That's where I'm Total like. Divas. I yeah, I said I wrote a note saying October 5th. And that's also Total Bellas is starting. They both start next week. There we go. I'm, I'm very excited. It's going to be awesome. Um, and also it seemed like, because I, I was, I didn't know what the Naomi status was, but they introduced her when her little sidebar thing that said she was on it. So I think she's yeah. back on it. Okay. Which that's, that means, so that means we'll get some more Naomi. I like her. She's always very, she's a very, she seems to be very like down to earth compared to some of the other, yeah. um, divas. Well, she seems like that on the show. Yeah, too, definitely. Like, I don't know. Um, but Total Bellas, I don't know how, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to like, I'm gonna, ha- I might have a hard time watching it because it is covering Daniel Bryan's like, Will he or won't he retire situation that we right. had last year? Right. A lot of emotional stuff. Also, but I, I also am happy because like they're all at John Cena's house and I love, <laughs> I love seeing deeper into like the world of John Cena. I because, do too. Um, I, I still, I think he, I think he has, he has a level. He, he's definitely on the OCD spectrum, which is great. <laughs> Yeah. For entertainment purposes. Yes, for sure. And um it's also crazy just seeing like how insane his schedule and how hard he works. It's so funny too, like in they in the clips they're showing, oh, um Nikki asking Bree and Daniel to like live with them for a while. I'm going, This is so weird. Like Well, it's just so artificial. It's so artificial. I can't imagine living with my sister and her husband. Like that's just And then like their brothers there too and like the mom and 
Like I don't they're know. trying and, to do Kardashians, but it's yeah. Not oh yeah, it's working. very. It seems very like artificial. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. And I also, I'm surprised that Daniel Bryan like went for tolerated that. that. But I yeah. feel like maybe again, like there, it's 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 for the. I think he did it for because he loves his wife and he loves his family yeah. and and he's a good guy. And he likes and, a paycheck, so and again, they they are paying him money. <laughs> So I'm like, sure, I'll go live in John Cena's mansion. Like, why not? They should ask um, us. Yeah, we should like, totally visit. I'll that. go. Uh, Dom, John Cena can adopt me as his son, <laughs> and like, I'll clean the toilets in John Cena's mansion if I get to like just like um, chill there because like he lives in Orlando and that Depends giant. On how okay, much fiber that guy eats. If, what if like I did that and then he just like bought me a Maserati like no what if? like he did for Nikki I mean he bought Nikki a Maserati yeah what but if she I charmed sucks his, his dick, heart so. hey hey I said nothing's <laughs> off the table here I'm just nothing is really? off the table <laughs> I'm glad we've established your lack of boundaries with John Cena no I'm gonna like, no boundaries if, if he. <laughs> If he comes around, I'm going to be like, Brenda, hold back, hold back. Dude, I'll let him. But here's, here's I think, the most likely situation with John Cena and me. I feel like he would see me as, like, a project. And he'd, like, he'd, like, probably make me, like, work out all the time. Yeah. Like, he's, like... He's like, Brendo, I'm, you don't get your million dollars until you drop like a hundred pounds. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> see, but nothing's else. But I'd, cool. but I would, I would, I would see. I'm like, see. Yeah, but if he can... was your trainer, like, that'd oh, be I kind of legit. Yeah. Dude, I'd be, but like, I'd be scared though, cause I, he seems like somebody that like just, like when he was training Nikki, like he doesn't put up with any bullshit. No. And I just, but then I'm like, am I gonna, I don't know, I'd be intense. Cause he's got his own gym. He's a power lifter. Yeah. He's like serious. And that's where I would probably end up being like, I can't tell John Cena I can't do this. And then my arms get ripped off from like weights. <laughs> I, I don't, cause like, I don't know. We're like, where's Brando? We go down to John Cena's gym. You're bleeding out cause your arms are stuck to the weight. Cause he's got me trying to do like 500 pounds. Yeah. Spots. And he's like, so he's like, you gotta out. do this, Brando. You gotta do it. Believe. <laughs> no excuses. Yeah. I'll see you later. And I'm just like, my arm's gone. My arm's gone. It's okay. I'm still working out. I'm still, still working doing out. it. I still get, I still get the million dollars. <laughs> I love it. I'll work out with John Cena. Your arms yeah. are buff. Well, well, so I, me, I, I watch- anytime I have to do crunches, if you maybe like do like a thousand sit ups, I'm like, oh, we're done. <laughs> see, I, I watch Clash of Champions at the Podfest. And it. I actually missed the New Day. Um, the New Day match, but then I went and watched back later. Okay. And like, man, they, they're, I think they're put, I think they're keeping those titles for a while. I do too. They're, and they're, but like they're it. rocking it. I mean, they're not stale. They're always yeah, fresh they're with their great. material. They were great on Monday. Um, everything, they've been great. I and they do them. lose like here yeah. and there, you know, which I, I don't know. I, I like them. I like them. Um, I was very jealous because we got to talk to Hal Lublin. Um, he has a wrestling podcast on the Maximum Fun Network, mm-hmm. and he talked about going backstage at Raw and about being buddy buddy with uh, Xavier Woods, wow. and and he also had Simon Gotch on their other podcast called We Got This, so he talked about that and That's meeting awesome. Simon Gotch, and Simon Gotch sounds like a really cool dude. So does Xavier Woods, and cool. I was jealous of Hal's awesome connections, and he was, but he was cool, and I think. He will come back on MBWS at some point. Awesome. Let's talk about that. I mean, I don't, I don't know, we'll see. We talked about it. We talked. You can listen. He's going to be on, I think, Thursday's episode. So this today's episode, which I'm okay. putting together. But we have cool. so many interviews from Podfest. I know. That was, was so crazy. cool. Um, we talked to so many people. There's even some ones that didn't we didn't have pictures of. It's a little bit secrets um, that you'll have to tune in to find out. Um, but then I also, but wrestling related, I talked to... Jensen and Maddie from Get Up On This. Jensen Cart, former WWE writer. We talked a little bit about that. Talked a little bit about like going to Pro Wrestling Gorilla and him and stuff like that. So if you want to, you can hear that. And they were awesome. It was just nuts. And so cool. I was very impressed with the Wi-Fi in the podcast lab because I was able to stream the all of that the yeah, just fine. 
just That's fine. So cool. While I was recording, and if you listen, I think specifically the Jordan Scott from Nerd's Eye View on the Ben V Network mm-hmm. at one point feels like, you're watching that show, aren't you? I'm like, yes, I already told you this. <laughs> I wasn't lying. He's like, I thought you were joking. I'm like, why would I joke about that? This is a pay-per-view, goddammit. This is serious. <laughs> and especially because it was like we were getting towards the big part of the night because like I think, well – I think um, it was like Roman and Rusev, and then and then it was the Owens Rollins match. Was Owens Rollins match was great. Yeah, they tore that shit up. They showed um, the highlights, and the crowd was just super into it. Yeah. Um, and then that that finish though, oh man, they do this. Yeah, dude, Owens getting that win any means necessary, and yep. I. And then you got that Stephanie still like, what was going on there? What was going on with that referee? Stephanie, what are you doing? Yeah. I don't know. There's like, so I don't know where we're at with that. Um, Triple H showed up at, on the pre-show on Raw, but not at Raw. And he was like hugging Stephanie or something. So I'm like, what's happening here? I don't know. Well, and they even did that little skit with making uh, Stephanie. Yeah. With him questioning her and all that. So. We're, I think they're going to ride that out for a while. Yeah, they are. I, dude, Kevin Owens and Chris Jericho are on fire. But yeah. let's talk about Chris Jericho getting a W over Sami Zayn. I don't know how I feel about that. I don't like it. That's for sure. It was an it was a great match, but I was yeah. totally expecting Sami Zayn I to know. win here. I know. I feel and like I, they're just not. And I'm like, utilizing you need, Sammy. Sammy needs to be in the main event, and this is not how you get him in the main event, right? Um, but at the expense of Jericho, who we know at some point is going to be going off on tour with Fozzie or something. He's got other shit. We know at some point he's got other shit. This is. I will say, this is the longest that he's been. Like, like active, consistent. fully okay. wrestling for a I long time. I don't know, time. though, but he's, like, his whole skit with Kevin of there being oh BFS and then his list. Oh. That, I'm so funny. The list. I want to be on the list. I know. <laughs> and then him and Enzo, the their whole thing with Enzo and Cass, oh that match gosh. with Enzo and Cass. Awesome. Awesome. And uh, the skit with, the, or not the skit, sorry, the social media shout out from Ashton Kutcher. That was so cool. We'll, so we'll see what happens in L.A. This, yeah, Raw's yeah. in L.A. on Monday. So cool. The, they're doing a house. There's a lot of shit going on right in our area, but I can't go to any of it. Because <laughs> um, there's on this Sunday, there's a house show in Ontario. Mm. Um, by, right, like an like less than an hour from where I live. Okay. And then, right. and then on the Monday, there's Raw at Staples. And there's a there's a SmackDown house show in Palm Springs at the convention center. Wow. But again, I just got I got court. I got too much shit going on. I don't really have the money. I need to save money. Yes. Um, and because I've been spending a lot of it on wrestling. Um, we'll make it count. So, but I mean, it was, I'm just stoked that they're doing all that stuff. I also, I would love to go to a, cause that Palm Springs Convention Center arena, I, like, it's, it's small. Like, yeah. I think it would be a very cool place. Just like, I'm really excited about going to the Palladi- Palladium to see NXT, cause just cause it's gonna be so compact. I mean, it's Intimate. gonna be cool. You're gonna be right there. Um, <laughs> even on cool. the balcony, you're like right there. Um, so that's exciting. Um, I was um, excited cause this was my first week. And especially after we talked about it, of seeing blood. Oh, yeah, I saw it. Holy shit, Kofi. Yeah, right? Yeah. And so as it happens, in my notes, I'm like, blood! (laughs) (laughs) That was a highlight from Raw, definitely. There you go. That was nuts. Uh, My other... I was looking for the trick that you... Because he was wearing, like, little (laughs) wrist guard things. And he was down by the stairs, you know. I think that may have been legit. I don't, I don't know. Cause he was like off camera for quite some They're time. They're not like, allowed to do it though, so I mean, I don't know. Oh. Like maybe they made an exception. Um, but I'll think, I think it might have been hard way, maybe. Okay. Steve, you're in the chat. What's your verdict on the Kofi blood? I want to hear it. Yeah. Um, just moving on real quick. Uh, I, uh, I, the other, my highlight of Raw, even though the crowd almost fucking shit canned it to fuck that crowd <laughs> who are doing CM Punk chants during TJ Perkins yeah. versus Tony Nese, which it was a great match. Yeah. Fucking great match. And let me tell you, TJ Perkins right now has the best entrance in yes, WWE. That's what I wrote. I 
I'm yeah, like, exactly. I love Perkins' intro. Because it's so a fucking fun. video game entrance. He's doing all the cool shit. I love that entrance. I love that music. It's fucking great. Okay, Steve's voting for Hardway because why okay it for Raw? If they're going to okay blading, it's probably going to be on a pay-per-view. I, I think USA would have something to say about blading on Raw. Yeah. Um, so, like, and, that, and then, because if they start, if, if you're blading on Raw, that could mean, like, you're already entering, like, PG-13 territory. Oh, sure. Um, so, again, I think they're very aware of that, which is why I think it was hard way, because if it's hard way, you have plausible deniability. Wow. Uh, but, well, I don't know. I mean, I was, but it worked in the situation. Definitely yeah. worked. So maybe they did it on purpose because there are, I mean, you know, seriously, like. Seriously, that was a lot of blood, though. It was a and lot of blood. I, that's like a girl on first day of period without any tampons <laughs> or anything. Like, that was everywhere. Yeah. And it was on everybody. I was just like, oh, okay. It's well, pretty gnarly. Guys, well, I hope you so imagine, <laughs> imagine it's 2000 ish, like 99 through 2003, 4, and that happens in every match all the time. Yeah, no. And that's and, what and that's, was like, and that's, man. When, when, that's when AIDS hit its yeah. height. And, and that's the thing. Face and scalp cuts do bleed yeah. a oh, lot. Oh, totally. A lot. Because you don't – because, like, if you're bleeding on your chest or you're bleeding on the thing, if you're wearing a shirt, like, your shirt's going to yeah, soak that up. Absorb, yeah, thing, but that's like, just open But, like, wound. in your face, it's just going. Yeah. It's like, and you got, like, veins right there and, yeah. like, that shit. So, yeah, it's – um is It's crazy. fucking crazy. Crazy! Um, I was, but I was excited. I'm really sorry, Kofi, but <laughs> that kind of made my week. <laughs> yeah, and then the other note was definitely Perkins' intro. That oh man, that he's was great, so cool, and I like that they're 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 building this feud with him and Kendrick. Kendrick attacked him when mm-hmm. after he lost the match, and then he got in his face again at Raw, mm-hmm. and. I like this feud. I like those guys. I like the, I mean, I like the tag match. Cedric, Cedric Alexander yeah. and Rich Swan. They brought in debuting, making his debut on Raw. You got Drew Gulak, who is not, he's, he's still going to be doing stuff in Evolve, but he's also going to be doing stuff on Raw, they've said. And then you got Lince Dorado, which these are guys that I saw for the first time when I went to New Orleans in 2014 for WrestleMania. That's so Gulak's cool. like an indie legend. And his style is more of like a grappling catch style, very like traditional. Then you got Lince Dorado is one of the bigger, like one of the better high flyers out there. So it was cool seeing them team up. And but they're, I love that they're focused. They're putting a lot of attention on Cedric Alexander and Rich Swan. Yeah, and those guys are ready. They're great. They have a lot of energy. The crowd's into it. That match. What do you think about that match? Oh, that was fun. Yeah, high energy. I was all for it. So enjoyed i know this past week on raw was probably one of my favorites because it was really like a lot lot going on yeah and consistent like i hate it when there's like these lulls like i'm sorry smackdown this week uh smackdown this week was a little bit like that was hard to watch like i was like oh my god (laughs) like just wrestle can we just wrestle now yeah i felt that way a few times yeah but Um, raw was on it so raw was great i mean especially since i mean here's the here's the thing that was crazy like raw started with a match yeah like yeah. you had that roman rusev match immediately yes. which that like I, i'm digging that i i um, like that too it and, gets you in the mood like yeah yeah yeah. i don't like the whole vamping in the beginning because i'm like okay can we well, get after to wrestling a while now? it just like, gets yeah stale and as steve pointed out drew gulak former championship wrestling from hollywood which is one of our local indie promotions out here he's the former tag team champ along with timothy thatcher nice. who is a current evolved champion but he's been having a bit of a down year even though he's champion i feel like i don't know i don't know what's going on with thatcher um he's not he's basic he's a great wrestler but you i mean you don't know what i'm talking about but he's this um but i just he's one of those guys that he was hot but then he didn't really evolve with like as ever like so people have like gone they've gone past him like in their style and their thing like at one point and i feel like he didn't he hasn't grown very much and in especially in the indies you have to you have to always be and that's where i think tj perkins is somebody constantly like because if you've watched him over the years he's always staying fresh coming up with new shit and then with wwe he's got this this great entrance is fucking great yes i love that awesome not only that but i do want to say we haven't talked about this much Mm -hmm. with the brand split both 
sets, I'm a, I guess, or sets, I don't know. Yeah, the yeah, bo- sets, you can have say that. really stepped it up. They've been I, doing a great job I with sets. love it. Like, I love the digital catwalk, you know, the whole display. Oh, dude. Like, all the way Digital down. catwalks, like, my new favorite thing. The digital ring posts are yes. great. Like, all that shit. That's awesome. Well, I, even the having catwalk, black lights for, yeah. um... Oh, what's her name? Um, for Naomi. Yeah, for Naomi. It's, in, it's like, giving it more, like, uniqueness and flavor yeah. as opposed to just, here, you're at a wrestling show. Yeah, or know, fire, like, just the fireworks yeah. even. Like, yeah. cool, uh, but... Mm. I did enjoy Mrs. Victory Celebration and all those oh, fireworks. Gosh, I thought yes. that was pretty great. That was awesome. Um, yes. The... Um, what do you think about this Ms. Dolph Ziggler career on the line match? Oh. What do you think's happening? Is this, maybe, I think you might be onto something with they're trying to push Dolph into a commentary role. Maybe that's what he wants. Or maybe Dolph wins the Intercontinental title, but I, I don't think that's happening. I don't, I see don't that think in the so. Cards. I think, I would love him. First off, I would love it if he was commentator, cause. But there's also rumors he might be leaving. No, I really I don't think, like I don't know. Dolph. We'll see. We'll I really like him. Like just even as a person. I like him and know, but they they have been so putting much. him behind on the commentary a lot and I feel like there might be a yeah. reason for that. I think I think that was them kind of testing out the waters and yeah. he's good. And he's been doing it for a while, like for a while. And, he's and I liked how he talks um during the women's match and he focuses yeah. on the women like speaking I Speaking of Yeah, and he's Speaking of women. Good. Charlotte retaining the title as you I think you called that. I called that. So um, because good, I think they are, I I still I think we're building. I think I, I don't know. I'm worried about again their fate, their plans for Dana Brooke, but we'll see mm. what's going on with that. But I think we're 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 again like you have Bailey and Sasha, which are right. just like awesome, and so I think they're gonna play with that for a while before we get the big. I'm match. not gonna lie. Every time Sasha comes out, I'm like, please say WWE. Like I just, wanna, <laughs> I just want to hear it. So also, bad. okay, I guess Charlotte's robe at yes. um at Clash of Champions oh. was just on another level of awesome. Really? Like that thing's got to be super expensive. I know Rick's were a lot, but this one it's like super nice. Like her robes are just great. Well, her uh, great. her robe on Rob was all black this this time. It was like yeah, this black one on with bow, bow. Clash of Champions. It was like purple, but it was like really. I just I'm sure I, just I, I can it. look up pictures. That's so loved awesome. it. I, I like her. It was a great I match too. I don't mind that she's our champion. She's such a good. I was fine, and they had a great match. It was a great match. Yeah. So. Um, the women are at this are at an amazing level of entertainment. Uh, I like I, what they're doing with Sasha's costume. They're doing the same kind of technique as they do with Cesaro. Yeah. They're like, yeah, we'll just put tape. Yeah. <laughs> like, when in doubt, when we don't have a costume change for you, we're just going to tape. <laughs> Man, and then on SmackDown, you got Alexa just pummeling yeah. Becky. Yeah. I liked Alexa's um, hair this time around. Yeah. This is really important Alexa's, stuff, but Alexa's hey, hair. This is I like the ponytail, like the pigtails. Yeah, and dude. It's cool. The She's got the Harley thing. Quinn thing going on. But I felt bad. Like, I don't know. I need them to build up Becky as a winner. A, a, a bit more. Well, I think they will. I don't. I don't think. I don't think Alexa's just taking this title. Uh, no, I, it's not that. It's but she's been. She's I mean, getting we could go pounded back. a lot. Yeah, but I, she loses a but that lot. But that is kind of a the title match. Then she gets that. Like that's kind doesn't... of a traditional babyface way of uh, like doing the story. But I mean, yeah, I think for us to you want you want Becky to win. Yeah, and I guess she. Does, I mean, she does win when it counts so far. I mean, we'll see. I know. I we'll see what happens. I um, no mercy is going to be no mercy is going to be a big show. I'm I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I mean, you got that three way match. You got. You got your intercontinental. You got your career intercontinental match. You got the tag, the tag titles. You got the Usos getting oh, their wow. rematch. Like, and how about those Usos' new looks? I, I wasn't. I a they fan. went. A, I think they went to a kind of goofy. They have a new entrance. They got rid of their. So now they have their heel theme song, yes. like their bad guy, yeah. which. I'm fine with that. It's yeah, different. totally. But I just think I don't know. Well, they're, they're still like, wrestling great. I mean, so yeah. all that's cool. Costume wise, I honestly, I'm like, so now you're like wearing khakis. Like, what <laughs> Samoan wears khakis? Like, what yeah, are you I doing? I, I don't know. No. <laughs> but I, I, I do like I like the tag match where it was American Alpha and uh, Slino against. Uh, 
yeah. against the Ascension. Yeah, that was a fun tag match. I, and I think it's I think they're maybe starting to develop the Ascension a little bit as not just yeah. like total jobbers, yeah. which is good. Um, and and uh, yeah, I mean that's yeah, like their dad Rikishi wore like Fat Farm and Fubu. Oh wow. So I don't know. Um, but, oh, I love that this week on on SmackDown, Otunga, because last week he kept getting interrupted. Yes. So this week he finally told the Rikishi story that he was supposed to tell last <laughs> yeah. week. I was hoping they were just going to keep interrupting him forever. Yeah. And he was never going to get to tell that story. <laughs> just like because last week it was hilarious. I can't. I I almost feel like they were just like, shut the fuck up, David. Just shut up. <laughs> Nobody cares. That's shut awesome. up. Like Morrow just like slaps him in the face. Like yeah. JBL just like <laughs> you're done. Otunga. No. <laughs> Next. Tonga, get back in your corner. So I have a question with tag team. Mm-hmm. Okay, so especially like multiple. Yeah, when you're doing the eight-man tags, ten-man yeah, tags. Yeah, it's supposed to still stay one-on-one, but there were quite a few times, not only in that match, but also with the women, that there were two-on-two. Things get a little loose in those multi-man tag matches as far as – because the, the rules are – you're supposed to only have like a five count with multi, like with a double team or oh, okay. when the person. So that's why you'll see the ref counting. Yeah. For the, but see, I, sometimes I it gets a little part. bit. And then you always, and then a very common spot in the multi mans is when just everybody's beating each yeah, other up. Yeah. Which is Cause awesome. that's what people kind of want to see. When you but have I was that many thinking, people out there, you kind of want to see them all fighting. I think that they should have two refs and you're allowed two on two. It's just fun and exciting, like to see how they work together. Well, there is a there and is it a allows you to do more moves. There's another match type called a tornado tag where everybody's legal. Oh, like, that's, that's called a tornado that's like a tag. Free-for-all. Yeah. Okay. Um, so that's kind of like there's different, but they don't do that one that much because it's kind of hard because there's only so much you can do with that because it usually just involves oh. everybody just fighting all the time. Yeah. And, well. Yeah. yeah. This reminds me, too. I have a question. Mm-hmm. So, obviously, like, they, I don't know. I, I'm going to say choreograph their, you know, their matches. Yeah, 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 know, yeah, they, yeah. they have to practice. Yeah. Do referees practice with them? Well, okay, that's a good question. And I think um, if based on, like, what I've read and what I've talked to, the referee, like, sometimes is more as, like, they depending on who's wrestling, like, the refs, will kind of if it's starting to be dead the ref might like because he might also the ref also if you don't notice has an earpiece for the okay. back so right. he's at times relaying instructions from the back in right. ways that like in ob- non-obvious ways like he might and then and then <laughs> some of the more times and <laughs> some of the more i've seen videos where in some like veteran refs like i've seen a video where um little nate the blonde guy he mm. like the blonde ref. Um, he's actually like calling spots for the uh. wrestlers in the ring. Um, I've seen it sometimes. If they, because sometimes the wrestlers do get lost. Yeah, and so, and a lot of times you can tell when that happens and okay. it's bad. Um, yeah, like um, but but then the ref will kind of get in there and like he'll be pretend he's talking to him, but he's kind of relaying some instruction. <laughs> Charles Robinson is the. One yeah. guy, but I've seen him do it. Like some of the better known refs, but they usually will go over the match with the ref okay. and the book, like whoever is the producer of the match. Uh-huh. But usually the refs have done it so much that it's all second nature to them. Like Charles Robinson is probably refed like just he's got to be like in the ten thousand matches, right? Yeah. Like huge because he's year round. Uh, in out day in and out, he's refing like half the matches on the card. I mean, like, or a yeah. good chunk. Like, so like they really know what they're doing. So the ref is their whole the whole the good ref. Mm-hmm. You don't even know he's there. Like that's their whole goal, right. and they're good at it. Well, but I guess that's kind key, of what I was starting to so, notice was how the ref was kind of dancing around. Yeah, around, and I'm like, how do you know where to be? Because he always was in the right spot. At the you just re- learn that over time. That's a definite like. Like, Robinson and Mike Chioda, the two senior refs, like, they've been mm. doing this for, like, yeah, 20 years plus, career. each of them. And they – it's just one of those things over time that they learn. And yeah. now – and it takes time. It takes definitely yeah. takes time. I was reading an interview with – so one of our – one of my favorite indie wrestlers um, is uh, – is uh, well, used to is, – is, his name was uh, – his, 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 his – um, shit. 
Now, Drake, <laughs> Drake Younger. Drake okay. Younger, who is now a ref in NXT. Because uh-huh. he, he wanted a full-time position, and WWE's like, well, like, this is what we have. Will you mm-hmm. be willing to give up, like, wrestling full-time and come be a referee and come work? Because he also works in the performance center with people and, and stuff, and that's what he's right. doing. Okay. And you can see how he's evolved over time, and he's talked about it. Like, it's, he's already, he's been doing this for, like, two years, and he still feels like, He's nowhere near at a level. Yeah, like, so. but he's getting. He's been getting. Like, you can. He's gotten incredible. He's go, he's grown in leaps and bounds. Well, I mean, bounds. they can get injured if they're in the yeah. wrong oh, yeah. spot. It's a dangerous, I mean, that's horrible. It's definitely a dangerous position. I think I'm so interested in the referees. Like, I would love to. I want to see them travel because okay, they have to travel just like yeah. the other oh, yeah. guys yeah, 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 yeah. do. And they travel around and all. I want and so, the like, referees to get their own show. <laughs> the, the thing that's that like Total with Charles. Refs. <laughs> Charles Robinson, the blonde ref, he's also the head of the ring crew. Oh, so okay. He's helping set up the ring, and then he's doing ref. Like they, yeah. a lot of them do multiple things, Makes and they're sense. kind of yeah. So he worked um, his way up. Oh, that's then, so cool! Yeah. I didn't realize that. Yeah, there's a. I think it's how stuff. It's like a how stuff works video where they show them putting together a oh, WWE ring, yeah. and he like narrates it, and they interview him because he shows the whole process. Oh, like I totally everything. wanna. I mean, with the pro, we kind of got to see it in Money in the Bank when they took it apart. Yes. We were I know, them. that's like my favorite part. I just kept watching yeah. that kind of stuff. Well, it was also crazy just how fast they were doing oh, that shit. Nuts. Like, um, and I love like behind how, the scenes stuff. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. Um, if, but yeah, the, the, and then, so with matches themselves, what you're dealing with in most cases is there's producers, like WWE producers, which most of them are former wrestlers, and, they will work with the two the competitors if it's like for tag team or whatever okay. and they they determine like they, depending on how some guys like some every like a lot of guys some guys work differently like a lot of them they lay out every spot like this is what we're going to do then then this yeah. then this then this and then and then they and then they and then the producer helps them come up with a finish okay. and all this other stuff and what they're going to do and if there needs to be like this person's going to run in or this is going to happen or this yeah. and then but then there's other guys like John Cena, and you can hear this all the time. John Cena calls most of his matches in the ring as they're happening, which is, really? I mean, like, cause you, cause, and that's a style that, that's a choice made, especially when you're at Cena's level, you can do that. Yeah. But he'll, but that's, that's like, so it's like, but improv. that takes two. Like, I mean, that's yeah, not and that's just also, him. that's all, no, that's no, no, totally, that takes two people, yeah. and that's, but it's also, the, the reason why they do that is because it makes for more, like, um, realistic looking and on the fly matches right. because they also based on what's going on in the crowd. Like if they, oh this guy's getting a lot of heat right now, I want you to do this to me right now yeah. to keep that going, and yeah. you'll hear him. Um, there's a regular funk. I mean, you watch Botchamania that yes. you talk too much, and John Cena is usually the star of those segments. <laughs> and even it, like uh, I you you can always you can uh, you can always hear, I heard in his match with Ambrose, I heard him. I'm like Cena, yeah. shut up, Cena, because <laughs> um, I get what he's. Like, but, but like, but, um, and, but, but that's because they're, they're basically like, oh, this is working or this isn't working. Let's switch it up. Let's do something else. So you have that freedom. Whereas a classic match that many would label as one of the greatest matches of all time, Ricky Steamboat versus um, Macho Man Randy Savage at WrestleMania three, they planned that entire match out in Macho Man's backyard and they numbered all the spots. So when they got to WrestleMania, it was like one. Two, two, three. Yeah. They're just going through. And I mean, in, in some case, like in that case, it worked. And yeah. it was, it's one of the great, but, but if let's say you, let's say on like number five or six and the crowd is just shitting all over it, you gotta have, you wanna be able to have that freedom to, to switch six, it up. Have six A, B, or, and C. <laughs> yeah. Or, and then the other thing that can happen, which, um, the most infamous time this happened was at last year's um, they did a network special of it's called the Elimination Chamber, uh-huh. where they it's so the Elimination Chamber is like a cage with a roof on it, and there's these pods, and then there's there's like six wrestlers in the match, and two of them start out, and then there's like these pods, and then at intervals one of the pods opens, and then the next wrestler comes in. It's an elimination match. Oh, well, there was wow. this there was this one for the Intercontinental Title where um, they might have had it all planned out. And then at a certain point in the match, everybody forgot what the fuck to do. 
and also and also somebody came out of their pod on accident because they smashed it. So Get they kind of had to. So basically, there was this point in the match where they all kind of like got in this kind of like scrum huddle kind of thing where yeah. they're like jock, and you could tell Dolph Ziggler was telling everybody what the fuck to do. <laughs> And it was a giant clusterfuck. It was a clusterfuck. Hey, you want to know? Guess for that. I want to see. Oh, you can. You will definitely be. I will put that because guess who was the main person that fucked up in that match? Who? Mister Ryback. Oh no! So bad. And he's notorious because some of these guys, again, like you plan this thing out because, like, let's say you're Macho Man and Randy Savage yeah. and, and, and Zerky Steamboat, you're on spot 25, you have like 30 more to go, and then you just forget, like, you're caught, you get, yeah. maybe you get your bell rung, maybe some shit happens, and then right. you're like, oh, fuck. Oh, yeah. fuck. Like, so that's where you have to be able to improvise. You have to be able to kind of feel, and that's where a good wrestler can do all that and yeah. make it look seamless. And as you've seen, some of these guys are a lot better than doing that and making it look like these guys because there are times where you're watching something and you're like oh these guys have no idea what the fuck they're doing (laughs) yeah totally (laughs) I know it's the point when you were explaining that I totally imagined them like just hitting each other with arms like uh, you hit me no you hit me oh like um what was it like? Fifty ways to die in the West. Yeah, <laughs> when they're like pretending to fight in the bar, like that's how I imagine just it. Just stuff like a lot of yeah. times, you know. <laughs> I think it. they have like they have like classic things that they'll do when they yeah. need to kind of regroup, like the classic side headlock, so they can kind of so one of the, the whoever's in the headlock can like talk. Uh huh. And that's why Steve Austin um, has a really funny story where. He put a guy – he didn't know how to do a headlock right because he would put a guy so that – and the guy would got pissed off at him because he put the guy in the headlock. And then he had the guy in a position where the guy couldn't talk. Oh, he was like, no. you dumb shit. The whole reason why we do this is so then I could talk to you. And Steve's like, oh, I didn't know that. Like, <laughs> you got to be able to like – yeah. like, And that's one of his funny that's stories because awesome. the guy's like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, like, um, yeah, so love- things like that. And they have little ways of you know talking to each other. One of them is – if you're being a little too rough with me, then I'm going to give you a little punchy punchy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just a little nice. Yeah. Um, I love it. So, so things like fun. that. Yeah. Um, there's a lot going on. It's a lot of work. This oh, is where, like, again, so much. this is where you train for several years just to do basic shit because yeah. it takes that long yeah. if you want to be good. Right. Um, if you want to just right. get out there and. Put to like and have no match, no psychology, nothing. Sure, you can get out there, take some bumps, do some spots, one, two, three. But what the fuck is that? Like, yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, not you know. Fun. Um, so there were two things with comments. That was like the most inside baseball thing I've ever said, and <laughs> I'm sure awesome. a lot of Cody Rhodes would hate me because right? apparently a lot some Cody Rhodes isn't like non wrestling people talking like the way I just talked to you because uh, it's too inside baseball and it's I broke the code of wrestling. I uh, don't know. I'm sorry, but I'm like when I but talk about movies. But here's the thing. Like, here's the thing that I don't agree with that because when I talk about movies. I talk of, like we're talking about, and I don't. I'm not trying to do it in like in like a derogatory or mean way, but like yeah. that's the language that is used, and that's how we talk about it, and like that's how it is. Like I don't know. I, I, I mean, not, I guess I feel more enlightened and excited because now go. I want to know. I know what to look for. Yeah. I want to look for it. And that's what I enjoy to about watch, this and stuff, it's fun so. to observe, and it makes you more involved. And yeah. it, for me, it makes me. Appreciate. Every time I think about it, it makes me appreciate it that much more because I'm like, totally. holy shit. There it really is, is a yeah. gift and a talent. Yeah. Speaking and of talent, I mean, um, how come no one has told me that The Miz was on The Real World? What? I thought I did. I definitely did in my write-up. Maybe in your write-up and I just it got lost, but holy crap! Oh, yeah. I mean, granted, so I was the young. The Miz was on when... The Real World way back in the day. He was on Rolled Rules. He's been on all that stuff. And even back then, he was – he, he uh, talked about – that's how long he – like, wrestling has been something he's wanted to do yeah. forever. But he and, is a he's – the, he's that guy that everybody hates on the reality shows. Oh, Absolutely. I know. So right away, I jump on YouTube and I, I found one clip of, like, that was fun for him. But – one where he was being schooled by um, one of his roommates, and I'm just cracking up, going, "Oh, he's so he's so naive." He's like, "You know, where I come from, I have like a hundred friends, and then I come here, and I have seven friends, and some of them don't like me." And he's dead serious, and I'm thinking, "Those aren't friends, honey." <laughs> like, <laughs> 
those those are uh, no. But it's those, it's kind of crazy watching some of those because you can watch the Miz persona like develop. Yes. And, and but you look, think about, that's so cool too. I thought I'm like, oh my god, you had your name and what you wanted to do yeah. all the way from then. And that's, like, and that's why when he came into WWE, he was like, he was going to be a bad guy. He's yeah. going to be the Miz because everybody, people, he was already pretty well known. Yeah. He was also on a show called Tough Enough, okay. and uh, and um, and yeah, he's because that's he's had that persona. That's him. That's what he's been working on pretty much his whole life. And now we we see that product he's been working he's been refining yeah. it. it is insane to so me cool. though that that as mark ariano pointed out that guy <laughs> headlined wrestlemania as the wwe yes. champion <laughs> and he won he beat oh, john cena at no. wrestlemania i don't that's i don't know what kind of crazy world we're living in where that's a thing but he oh. loves to talk about it but it's funny when people are like yeah that was like six years ago what are you that's doing so crazy the, i like, know dude Things have, um, and five six years ago, things yeah. have changed. Well, so I mean, that was now funny. I I still hope that he becomes like I want him to beat Honky Tonk Man's record for longest Intercontinental Champion. Yeah, I want to be a like giant it. dick about it. I want, I want, dude, like fucking Maurice. Oh gosh. Just, <laughs> I, but my I think husband. it's oh my god, it's so like as soon as he starts talking, I'm just like I want to throw shit. <laughs> like, we should get Sasha Banks with her speech impediment coming in and giving lessons to Maurice on how to Somebody talk. Somebody needs so awesome. to, but I think that also that's instant. Like I think she knows what she's doing. I think they. I mean, they're yeah, they're she, great. I, aren't, um, I or maybe I she really. <laughs> I don't know. Her. I think she does. I like that highlight video they put together of yes. all the Miz's accomplishments because it definitely glosses over his bad times and like yeah. they show him at WrestleMania. They don't show him losing any of those belts. Mm-hmm. Um, because you got, I mean, he's a five-time Intercontinental Champion, or however many times. That means he's also lost that title that many times, right? Um, which is true about all the. Men. That's why right. I think they should, when they say I've been, when they talk about their championship reigns, because yeah. like when you say John Cena's been champion fifteen or, times, yeah, that means he's lost that many times. I think they should say John Cena has been WWE champion for like for this many, because like for him, you can measure his title reign in like years. Yeah, and yeah. that would be more like, oh wow, Impressive. holy shit! Yeah, like, I agree yeah. with you because I was thinking the same thing. I'm like, okay, but if you've had it that many, I thought I thought they the should same just say, thing. I've been champion for this many years. I held the belt for this, and that especially with guys like Cena or The Miz with the Intercontinental Championship, yeah. that's going to sound way better. That's just my opinion. No, I um, agree. And I then, had a uh, I had a good laugh this SmackDown. Yeah, um, of course, it's like something that probably only I noticed but nikki comes out you know for the girl fight or whatever and she does her little strut thing and then she rips off her shirt for another small smaller shirt underneath it was like full on zoolander moment where already she's wearing like this small oh, yeah, tiny she got her shirt little, her little tiny one. shirt and yeah, then she, and rips, then she that rips that off and then there's like a tinier shirt underneath well because yeah, they gotta have something to throw to the kids or whatever i know but where wear a real shirt like yeah, ripping but, off a small shirt to a smaller shirt i was like well it really did remind <laughs> me of zoolander with his like little tiny cell phone and so that kind of got me laughing this week but yeah. uh, Carmella, I just want to—I want to hit her. Oh, she she's just, just annoys the crap out of me. I think she's—I don't know, man. Which is I, means I, she's doing a good job. But I do that, but I also am like, <sighs> oh man, like I feel like sometimes when she comes out, the crowd just dies. Yes. So uh, I don't know. I think she's getting better, but I think I don't know. I feel like they've—I think for Carmella, this might be a little too much too soon. I agree. Um, I, she's just rubbing me the wrong. She's just obnoxious. Well, I mean, she's doing me. that. She's supposed to be doing that. I know, but I, it's I, not obnoxious, like heel obnoxious. Okay, like, it's, it's just go, I would never. It's go. It's what. It's what they call go away heat. Like yes, go away. yes, yeah, go away. Go just like, go away. away. Like if um, I was, if she was standing in front of me at line in Disneyland, I'd probably hit her. See, but in real life, I think I would want Carmela to be my best friend. She's really cool. Oh, that's good. I, maybe I need to start following. Well, her, and and uh, she's and here's why I would want to be best friends with Carmela because she's best friends with Bailey, and then Bailey will be my best friend. Oh, there and then you that go. would just be like. And isn't she dating Big Cass? And she's dating Big Cass. That means I can hang okay. out with Big Cass and Big Cass. Oh my god! And then yeah, that's that gives you then you're one degree away from Enzo. And then, I like, know. 
And then I, you got a whole little posse. I told I told John I said I feel bad I'm I might be cheating on <laughs> and he goes, What? And I go, Well, I might be cheating on Sammy for Enzo. And John oh. just goes, What about me? <laughs> I'm like, No, you're not in this world. <laughs> <laughs> you don't even, you know, you're, you don't even exist in this world. Even in this world, in it's this Sammy world. Zane or Enzo. <laughs> and I'm leaning towards Enzo Amore because, oh. oh, that guy could sweet. I, so you have John Cena, you, no boundaries. <laughs> I'm going to tell you, I probably have no boundaries with Enzo Amore. There you go. Guy could talk me into anything. I just want to, like, go shoe shopping with him and stuff. I want to like, go and also, get my hair done with him. I love that they they had their own microphones. Yes. I don't know if you saw that. Yes. They had, like, the Shure, yeah, like, the, the class. Same yes. one that he has on his tattoo. Yes. Just the old school. That was awesome. I'm so all about awesome. that. Like, custom fun. mic. It's like Miz has his M on his microphone. Yes. I love guys that have their own microphones. Yeah. That's great. It was Because fun. you're, like, really... Um, emphasizing that, hey, these guys can talk, so shut up and listen to what they have to say. Right. And it's great. Um, I do want to say one quick uh, – uh, Mark has one more funny story about calling spots. Um, he says, the Rock got pissed at Kurt Angle once, but Rock didn't know Kurt Angle had bad cauliflower ear in his left oh. ear canal and couldn't hear the spots. Oh, no. <laughs> that would suck. Cauliflower ear is disgusting it's and horrible, so disgusting. but like a lot of wrestlers have it because, oh, like, yeah. especially Kurt Angle, who's coming from an amateur background, because like those wrenching, yeah, and, like, the squeezing and the stuff, like, especially like, the old school guys, like oh, it's just brutal, yeah, it destroys it. I don't yeah. like that. I don't like it. That's why I couldn't. I don't know. I'm, I'm like ears, yeah. like no, I don't like that. Me either. So I have um, two things about commentary. Okay, uh, on SmackDown that yes. were pretty funny and i was like yep um, that's true so after carmella she spells out her fabulous whatever mm-hmm. and then you at least for the hulu version you see it on the screen like up on um, on the stage where they normally mm-hmm. put put it out and it's spelled out there and the commentator goes um that's spelled fabulous wrong like i don't know if oh, he knew his mic town. was on and so I kept trying to like rewind, like to go check, and it was too fast for me to like see if it was spelled wrong. But because he said it, and then I'm going, either it was spelled wrong, or the or the poor announcer doesn't know how to spell fabulous. Or, I mean, was it Corey Graves? Because sometimes he like jokes about stuff. I don't know. No, it was um, um, this me being racist. Was it, it was Michael the, Cole? It was the black guy. <laughs> So, oh, on SmackDown. Are we SmackDown, talking about SmackDown? SmackDown, sorry. sorry. Yeah. So it was David Atunga. Yeah. So I could see David. I don't even know, <laughs> don't even know hey, where that He's fell. a Harvard lawyer. He should know how to spell shit. But I was laughing going, I love it you just called them out that they spelled fabulous wrong. And then the other one, and I don't know who said it because they didn't. Oh, maybe they showed it, but I don't remember. Mm-hmm. But it was also in SmackDown. It was after the whole Randy sketch that was like. Super oh yeah, lost around Randy Orton getting oh, locked God. in a supply closet or whatever yeah. the fuck. Somebody, my favorite tweet of that was my friend Chris Hainer wrote, um, "Randy Orton is in the most boring, dumb um, Halloween Horror Nights maze ever." <laughs> yes, that's see, and that's what I was saying. It's like a bad like, haunted uh, house. I, I it was like it was like the it was like bit. the haunted house that the neighbor kid makes. No, honestly, it's like the haunted house in the original Mario Brothers, or the or no, the Mario Brothers three, where the little ghost yeah. just follows oh, little, you, but the nothing happens. Ghost. Yeah. He just kind of follows you. Just, um, the boo, the boo oh, that so follows boring. you around. So and, my favorite was at the end of the sketch. So then he puts on the mask and he's. Well, then there's all that, that weird was. camera shit was going on. Yeah, I don't know. It was uh, bad. So one of the commentators said, "I have no idea. I have no idea what to make of that." <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like you and everybody, that's what everybody's thinking yeah, right now. And all I wrote, I wrote that as the, my quote, and I said, agreed. Like, that's exactly what I was thinking. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this. Like, yeah. I'm bored, but I still don't know. And then I was thinking, are you guys doing like a little Blair Witch kind of thing? Well, things like, like that. Just trying dumb, to, yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. Um, it was crazy how many people were cheering for Randy Orton. Right? I know. Like when he came out to talk, I'm like, that's bullshit. But then I'm like, oh wait, this is live. They can't. They're not doing the pipe in. But maybe yeah. they are still doing the pipe in because that sounded like I don't know. I'm yeah. like, are there that many Randy Orton fans out there still? 
I don't know. I don't, I don't know if I'm buying that. But I don't also, know if I'm buying that. I think that. placement matters because he opened it. Like it was, was opening straight. and people so were excited. But so he got a hot opening, pop, man. That was a hot pop. That's true. That I never heard for Randy Orton before. Yeah, that was pretty funny. I don't know what that was. I don't know what that was. I don't know. Um, I had yeah. one more thing from Clash of Champions and then it bled into Raw. So this... What are, what are we thinking about this Cesaro Sheamus oh, going to a no contest and now they're tag teaming and like but then like I don't, oh, yeah ugh. I like I, it and I, I don't want Cesaro with Sheamus stink on him. <laughs> I worry that like Sheamus's paley white paste skin will like come off or something. I'm just um, like I'm ready to be done with this. So I don't know. I, I kind of what I like about this is that it's tag team partners that don't really like yeah, each other, which is exciting. Which is I like yeah, that's that. Good. And so but it's just because it's Sheamus. I wish it was anybody but Sheamus. I don't like Sheamus. <laughs> Clearly, how do you really feel? <laughs> I, mean, I, I think it's funny he's because not, he's all right. I hearing um, Cesaro talk this week, which was kind of like the most I've actually heard him talk. I think I'm going, "Whoa, your accent kind of sounds like Sheamus." It's like, are you guys hanging out too often and like you're picking know. up his dialect? Well, we got a hot tip from Steve here. He says, "Rumor is Cesaro's contract has 35 to 40 days left and hasn't decided to resign Whoa. yet." Maybe that's why they got him in a little bit of holding back. He better resign. I love Cesaro. I want to see him. I do too, but can you way. blame him? They don't even give him a real costume. Well, they he, just keep ducking. He already went on the Cesaro. record saying he hates his entrance music. Yeah. Um, well. So I don't know. Uh, oh, we'll see what I have. I have an idea for entrance theme. So I, I'd probably do this for myself. I would probably change my entrance theme to whatever's trendy. And so right now, the mm. whole pen, pineapple, apple pen, I would totally do that. <laughs> like, what the fuck is that? Have you heard it? No. Um, is that like a thing? Yes. It's a big thing. I will post it into our group, okay. which is named... Well, the thing about that yeah. is WWE will never pay for, like, licensed stuff. They yeah, but that's not licensed. Things. This thing, there's no way this thing is licensed. Somebody it's- made it. Yeah. Oh, I'll show you. It's like some Korean something oh, okay. or other, but it is, it's catchy, it's annoying, but it's mesmerizing for was, no reason. I mean, I've been hearing a lot about it, I just haven't yeah. been paying super But I would do stuff like that where anytime I could like capitalize on whatever's trending, like I would just make that my intro. It'd be fun. Change I remember, oh, back in the day they used like real songs and I was way into, I forgot who it was. I think it was a girl came out to, do you remember that? Oh man, now I forget their name. The all the things she said, girls. All the things she said, all the things she said, running through my head. What was her name? I don't name? remember. Oh man, but they had another song, and then they came out to it, and I really okay. liked it. Okay, I'm just, now now that's gonna bother me because <laughs> I remember they were like these Russian. Oh oh, tattoo, yeah, tattoo. Those Russians. Oh like, yeah. Are, yeah, but like the one of the girls came out to a tattoo song, and that's why I liked it because I really liked it. I love it. I thought they're great. Um, okay, so we have. Uh, oh yeah, it was Victoria. See, Steve knows. Steve knows what's up. See, um, thanks, Steve. And uh, so um, we have a couple of news items before we get to this week's Instagram. Yeah. Um, there's a lot of shit going on in TNA right now. Yeah, um, I saw some. They of that don't have here. enough money to put on their biggest pay per view of the oh, year. So sad. Um, so right now they're scrambling. Billy Corgan might be doing another cash infusion. I've heard he's also. It also sounds like he's trying to just outright buy the company, but those kind of things take a lot of time. Not enough time to happen by Sunday. Um, yeah. So we may or may they may or may not be going they i think they're going to be able to put on the show it just might not be on pay-per-view or anybody will get to see it gosh um i liked i think it was steve espinoza who suggested they should put on a telethon or yes that'd Um, be awesome like hey all the wrestlers have to come do like a trick please (laughs) like they have to do a trick or just they're pleading like sally struthers (laughs) or they're on the phone they're on the phones so yeah. you call and you actually talk to If I could get on the phone and talk to like Drew Galloway or somebody and like um that'd be pretty great. We'll we'll see. There so then the other rumor is so WWE's name has come up, but I could just see where they if they get they they're gonna I could see Vince waiting until they like are really desperate and then he just buys it, kills the company, and then puts the tape library on the network, which I'm that would, I'm fine. I'm completely fine with that. Yeah. It'd be unfortunate for all these wrestlers that are yeah. probably going to lose their jobs. 
um, which sucks. But I mean, and then it also sucks for guys like um, Ryback, Cody yeah. Rhodes, yeah. Uh, um, um, Damian Sandow, who like are over there because they were done with WWE. <laughs> Um, Cody Rhodes like just made his debut and uh, he's just like oh fuck. But I know. then there's then there's some people that think Cody might just be Vince's spy and he's like he's like it's all oh, like because Cody's been going all around all the indies. Oh, there's a lot. There's so many crazy conspiracies. Yeah. It's great, but uh, but yeah. So I don't know what happens there. Um, but so I could see Vince buying it for like as little low a price as possible. Yeah, gutting it, maybe keeping a few wrestlers, but basically taking that precious library. And that's a whole bunch of stuff you can just throw on the WWE member because you've got that. They've been going since 01, 02. Wow. So that's a lot, a lot. of years. Yeah. That, and they've got guys like AJ Styles, Samoa Joe, bunch of current WWE wrestlers that made their names for themselves in TNA. That now you have all that footage. Um, and amazing. And like, yeah, there's a lot of shit in there, but there's a lot of great stuff too. And that'd be awesome to have that on the network. And yeah. I know Vince, Vince has got, that's got to be going through Vince's head. Um, so oh, we'll see what happens. But also, I mean, Billy, going through his head. Billy Corgan obviously has the money to also buy the company, but does he have the resources and the money to turn it into a profitable business when he, cause you can buy the company, but then at what point are you going to be like, all right, I'm, this is not working. So it has, cause I don't think TNA has ever been profitable in its entire existence. So what does that say about who's going to buy that? Like who the fuck's going to buy this thing that's never been profitable? Mm-hmm. Um, from a business standpoint, it's just kind of weird. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens with that. So that's what's going on right now. Yeah. Second item I found, there's a couple. This one, two bummers now. Um, number one, Paige, who is staying in WWE. Yeah. Because I think she realized, oh, I have an ironclad contract and I'd be really screwed yeah. oh, if hey. I didn't do this. Yeah. Um, but he, she did say, she tweeted today, um, oh. she has... She's going to get neck surgery, so she Ooh. could be out for a bit. Okay. But I think she's probably going to do one of the lesser invasive ones. So not like what Nikki had? I don't think so. Okay. But she does need neck surgery. The doctor gave her two options, but it is going to be surgery, so. Wow. Okay. So that's happening. Um, Alberto Dorio's out there. He's supposedly already going to be wrestling for AAA soon. He's doing stuff, doing his own thing. All right, so that's it. Bye. Bye, Felicia. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, here is what could be a bummer. So things, you know how, like, um, at that, so there was a house show at the Staples Center right before Money in the Bank, and at that house show, they announced that the Royal Rumble was going to be at the Staples Center. Oh, right, right. Well, that's now all up in the air. Even Meltzer doesn't know what's going on. The latest word is it might be happening in San Antonio, Texas. Whoa. I'm pissed off. I know. I want the Royal Rumble so bad, but who know? I don't know. It, does, it sounds like it's a big, giant question mark right now. Interesting. And I want to know whose fault this is, and I want to know what's going on. <laughs> Write a letter I'm to not, your congressman. <laughs> I'm, I'm very upset because I want to see the Royal Rumble. Also, I um, as... So Hal Lublin and I each made a guess as to who's going to make their debut at Royal Rumble. I guess Shinsuke Nakamura, Hal Lublin guessed Samoa Joe. Um, oh. I think Samoa Joe might be more likely since some, Shinsuke Nakamura is the current champion, and I think he might want to have more time down in NXT. Okay. I don't know. But Samoa Joe is ready to go. And um, I think they need more, like, a new new bad guys, like, on SmackDown, maybe. Or right. I mean, either one, he would. I think he would be great in either one. Put him up against Owens. Put him up against, or I mean, they could all. He could also come in as a face. Either way, put him up. But then on SmackDown, him and AJ have a huge history. They've had legendary matches in TNA. So to see that carry over on a WWE stage, yeah, they would, they would tear the fucking house down. Let me tell you. So either one of those, I am completely behind. Super behind that. Um, so either one would be exciting. And Nakamura, I just think, should be champion of the, everything in the universe and <laughs> the world. And he's going to be awesome. I'm so, um, so excited That's about awesome. either of those possibilities. But um, I really hope the Royal Rumble is here. And if not here, they do it in Vegas because um, that's close enough. All um, right. I really want to go to Royal Rumble. And I'm super bummed that it doesn't sound like it might be not be in L.A. I don't know what's up with that. Um, we'll see. Um, so that brings us, um, well, at first, uh, so, uh, 
I haven't gotten to watch NXT or Lucha Underground this week. Last week's Lucha Underground was weird. Um, the last match, like the main event match, they they taped out of order. Like, um, hmm. if you notice, you can see where Benson and I are sitting, and then in the main event, we're not there. Because <laughs> I don't even know when Ta-da. they taped that. It wasn't at a taping that I was at. Interesting. Um, and so I think they were kind of shuffling things around. Because this year, I think they had a little bit crazier schedules with the wrestlers. So I think they taped a lot of stuff out of order. Okay. So that means I don't know when some of the stuff that I watch is going to air, like the Lucha Dinosaur that I keep talking about. Um, <laughs> and uh, so we'll see. Um, but it's been really great. I've really enjoyed Lucha Underground Season 3. Everybody should watch cool. it. It's on El Rey Network. It's out there. Um, any other thoughts, final thoughts from you? No. I want to know your Instagram pick for this week. My Instagram this pick this week in honor of Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano getting married. I oh. would like, and also because she is my favorite women's wrestler in the entire world, I don't understand why she's not in um, WWE. I have to think that it must be her choice because otherwise WWE is stupid. Um, <laughs> and... This is Candice LeRae. She loves, she's a giant nerd. She loves Disneyland. She loves yeah. Lego and Ghostbusters. It's, it's Instagram, C-A-N-D-I-C-E-L-E-R-A-E. I'm going to put that link for you, Veronica, because I think you will immediately appreciate this. Yes. So she see. just got married at California, at the Grand Californian. The, the, her current picture oh. is her hugging the Ghostbusters giant Lego set. Um, there's also some great pictures of her and Johnny Gargano, and she's amazing. And um, there's pictures of her wrestling Johnny, and uh, just all her cool shit. And she's Dude, awesome. My stuff is like, sorry, my my stuff is very slow right now. Don't know What's why. What's up with that? But I love Candice. She's somebody it. that um, Benson and I have been singing of the praises of for years. If you ever get a chance to see her at an event, definitely do it. And I, I'm hoping now that her husband is um, uh, in WWE, soon to be on Raw, that maybe eventually she'll follow him there because she's awesome. That would be cool. And she wrestles dudes. D- well, I love it. Yeah. But yeah, her pictures are great. She also oh, has a fun. cute dog and um, just lots of cute pictures. And she loves Disneyland. Well, I will say my uh, <clears throat> when I was married before, um, <laughs> my reception was at California Adventure or California Hotel. The wedding that I will be so, officiating in June is at the Grand California. Yeah, it's beautiful. And I'm it's very fun nervous. To have a wedding there. It's very serious. It's a big time wedding. If you need someone to support you, I'll come. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. We'll see what. Yeah, this is fun. Look how fun she is. Oh, she's great. She's the best. The first time I ever saw a wrestler, she came out in a Ghostbusters (gasps) uniform. Oh my gosh, she had like like white hair in this picture. She's she's freaking great, dude. I wanted like I want white hair, like silver or platinum hair. Yeah. She pulls it off quite well. Cool. She is fun. She's fun. She's a great wrestler. She's local. She's super awesome. And she also, the I, I'm super jealous because she also got to go to Japan with Joey Ryan, and mm. they got to go to they got to go to um, Disney Sea, which is like my ultimate number one on my list of theme parks I want to go to. Yeah, and uh, I'm yeah, with you on she's that. Great. She's cool. great. Good. So one. that's my spotlight, Candice LeRae, indie spotlight. legend who should be like, oh my gosh, I I want to see her wrestling Sasha at WrestleMania. Yeah. She's, uh, so I don't know. We'll see what happens with she that. She looks fun. She's fantastic. Speaking of fantastic, yeah. be sure to check out our website, radiobrendo.com. Hit that contact button. Hit us up. What's going on with you? What are you thinking about? What's What do you think about um, Sami Zayn losing to Chris Jericho? Uh, like whatever you what, – what, what are you – who's your no all bets are off? <laughs> uh, <laughs> wrestler. Uh, wrestler. No boundaries. Uh, no boundaries. <laughs> Who's your hashtag no yes. boundaries? Um, we need to start that. Uh, so, we totally do. Also, and, ask Brendo, like, try and stump Brendo with these questions. Every uh, week I ask a question. I'm like, oh, I bet he's like, oh, I have to look into that. Nope. 
You know an answer. I have so I want somebody wa- to stump you. I have been watching wrestling. I'm sure there's plenty of stuff. I'm not Dave Meltzer. I, as I've always said, having met Dave Meltzer, having talked to Dave Meltzer, Dave Meltzer has probably forgotten more about wrestling than I could ever <laughs> know. That man is Bob. just on another level. Um, but um, but I, I guess it's, it's just something. It's, it's I've been watching this since I was five, and so awesome. you can do the math there. And and I've been into it on a like as soon as I found out that it wasn't like real, which is like when I I've told this story. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. know if I've told it on this show. Um, I, when I was eight years old at YMCA camp, this kid told me there was no Santa Claus and wrestling is fake. Same kid, <laughs> same asshole. It was a bad day. What it's a, a bad. Jerk. Bad fucking day. Oh gosh, and good timing because my phone's ringing. Your phone's ringing. Pizza's so, here. <laughs> Dinner's pizza here. Um, but yeah, so 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 I ever since. But then for me, uh. for a lot of kids, that's when they stop. But for me, I'm like, oh shit, that means that like it's something that like how do they do that then? What's going on? Yeah. Can I do that? Like, well, yeah, like, no. Oh, so I could, as a kid, I thought I could, and then I quickly well, was yeah. like, no, I don't, and. And but just getting getting into it on that level, and then I just became completely obsessed. And then the internet happened, and then it was like a whole other thing. Because then it was whole like, other level. oh man. Um, but yeah, so. But how so can people submit questions life. if they have? Go to radiobrendo.com, hit that contact form, or brendoman at gmail. We're at mbws podcast on Twitter. Go to benviewnetwork.com. Listen to all the other Benview Network coach shows. Radio Brendo Man this week is just something you're gonna want to listen to. We interviewed a ton of comedians, other personalities, other podcasters. You can hear TJ Miller from Silicon Valley give Phil so much shit about his giant Costanza wallet. He tried to give me some shade about my cargo pants and I fended him off. So then I sicked him on Phil and I'm like, Phil, show him your wallet. And then it was over. It was done. Um, He also introduced us to a more ridiculous comic than Marmaduke, which I had never heard of. Um, And we also talk about Clifford the Big Red Dog. TJ Miller was amazing along. He has a podcast with uh, this comedian Cash uh, Levy where it's this, so this comedian Cash – oh, it's Levy. I keep saying Levy and TJ Miller gives me right. shit about it. Uh, well, I said uh, I called him Senna for so long. So, yeah. <laughs> so this podcast though, it's it's a great – I've listened to it a bunch. It's called Cashing In with TJ Miller and it's, it's Cash Levy has this podcast where TJ is his only guest. Every episode, it's him interviewing TJ, and it goes wild and crazy. I mean, if you're familiar with Silicon Valley at all or any other TJ stand-up or anything, you know the kind of person that he is. He's very funny, very, very wacky. Um, and then, and we talked to a bunch of other people, tons of other comedians. This week is just, it's been nuts, and uh, yeah, it's crazy. Listen to all the other shows, all the other shows on BenVNetwork.com, and hit us up, and continue to watch wrestling and have fun. And we will do the same. Yes. So, we will. thank you guys for listening. Yeah. You're awesome. So, for MBWS, I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm Veronica Steele. And we'll see you next time in the ring. On time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross us, you're stepping over the fine line. But we can take this to the center of the ring. And when the bell dings, it's time to go. I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding. No, slim me with the chair in the back of your head. Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead. As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts, you're going home with a face full of welts. We came to win. Well, you better know it's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show. This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. Hello, Benview fans. If you're listening to the show that has the sad, you like the network. So I'm here to say, maybe consider checking out Popsicles, a show where a guy mainly doesn't say anything for a while, and then get people get mad at him because he hasn't seen the same things they've seen. Benson's just being being hard that's, on that's, himself. <laughs> that's what the show seems like to me. All right, well, you can listen to Popsicles. <laughs> Got Derek and me, Brendan Creasy, and Benson. He's a big part of the show. Don't let him undersell it. <laughs> You can listen to it on the Benview Network website, benviewnetwork.com, or go to popsiclespodcast.com. 
or wherever you find podcasts. If you like Radio Brendo Man or the late but great Picture Start or Benson's Blue Box, this show's got all three of those on. Listen to me get browbeaten by, by these two <laughs> for 90 minutes every every few months. <laughs>